can I just say for the record that when I rocked up to start my journalism degree in GCU, I never thought I'd be recording a podcast called Conservatives versus Sexy Chocolate. But here we are. Let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Welcome to the show, and as always, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, particularly if you're a woke Eminem loving millennial. This episode is especially for you. And I feel like there's a lot of explaining I need to do in order to justify using the term sexy chocolate in the title. So, this episode is about a genuine row in the United States between a Fox News host and the chocolate brand MMs. You know the ones chocolate, peanut, crispy. And then the special ones that you can only get abroad. Pretzel M&M's are great. There's peanut butter, fudge brownie, caramel, almond, mint M&M's. And you're probably familiar with their ads. (laughs) Scott, it's not what it looks like. You were going to eat him without me, weren't you? Now the biting makes sense. Scott's home early. You know the ones with the living M&M's, the red one who's sort of the leader, I guess, and then the yellow one who's, um, well, a little bit thick. I suppose they're meant to represent the original M&M's and then the peanut ones, with the yellow one being a bit peanut-headed, I guess. Stupid as such. Um, And they're known as Spokes Candies. Yes, they have a name. Spokes candies. They come in lots of different colours to represent the different types of M&M's, each of them having their own personality in the ads. Yes, it's true. Yeah, we're totally blue. I want to be in this commercial. You ain't getting this job because you're not blue. Great. Oh, look at that. They even got B.B. King singing the blues. I want to be blue. But the controversy we're talking about today centres around the female M&Ms. Yes, they have given them genders as well. Specifically, there were two female M&Ms. The brown one, who I guess was meant to represent the more sophisticated working woman. So then I said, Mr. Prime Minister, I'm flattered that you love chocolate, but I'm here strictly in a professional. What's wrong with him? He thinks you're naked. My shell is brown. It just looks like my milk chocolate is showing. Only a fool would think I'd actually show up naked. So it's that kind of party. Hit it! And the green M&M, who was quite simply designed as the sexy one. Triple chocolate M&M's premiums. Mmm, dark milk and white chocolate. A premium combination that's positively heavenly. Are we good? Yeah, we're, uh, we're, yeah. M&M's premiums in five fabulous flavors. Think Spice Girls, but imaginary chocolate personalities. And in the past, M&M's really leaned into the sexy chocolate approach. Here's another green M&M ad from 1999, where she's walking down the street getting catcalled. Baby, you are looking sweet. Holy cow. Yeah. Pretty sweet, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, good, good enough to eat, baby. How you doing? Hey, yo, yo, no big greedy. Where you going? No, no, hold on, hold on. I ain't finished. Hey, I ain't finished. Where you going? Men. Oh, my. I'd love to get my hands on that. Women. Go buy a bag. 
So they very much leaned into that idea that the green M&M is sexy and you should buy chocolate as a result, which is quite the marketing strategy when you say it like that. But last year, they made a change to the design of the brown and the green M&Ms. While green had these high-heeled white go-go boots, she now has white runners, and the brown M&M went from really high stilettos to a more manageable, small heel. Again, yes, really. And finally, they introduced a purple M&M, also female, for a special all-female M&M pack featuring just the green, brown and purple chocolates with some of the proceeds going towards charities. And that all sounds fine. I mean, who cares all that much, you might ask? But it turns out the US conservative media cares, especially Fox News host Tucker Carlson. The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers. Why the change? Well, according to M&Ms, quote, we all win when we see more women in leading roles. Because leading women do not wear sexy boots. Leading women wear frumpy shoes. The frumpier, the better. That's the rule. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. They've won. Meanwhile, in a nod to the burgeoning wellness movement, the orange M&M will, quote, acknowledge and embrace his anxiety. And actually, if you look at him, the orange M&M does appear very anxious. Maybe he doesn't like all the ugly new shoes he sees around him. Maybe he liked the sexy boots. Maybe the orange M&M is a secret sexist himself. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but sexiness is not what I look for in a chocolate. In fact, I'm pretty sure that eating said chocolate and 20 others would make me distinctly less sexy. I'm eating a chocolate for pleasure and for that alone, and I don't really care what kind of boots and M&M wants to wear, but it is hilarious to me how riled up some of these commentators are getting. Here's some of the Greg Gutfield show, also on Fox. But honestly, this is weird. If you really, truly want to make an M&M feel like they belong, you probably shouldn't be eating them. I mean, what kind of message does it send to children when you devour these little non-binary bonbons? Cat! Yes. Okay. They want to make their little characters inclusive, and then you're going to eat them. No, no, I have so many thoughts on this. Yes. I, I do. The green M&M is a snake. Yes. The new one. Mm -hmm. The new one. Okay, listen. The little, they have little statements. And she says, I think we all win when we see more women in leading roles. So I'm happy to take on the part of supportive friend when they succeed. Okay, like none of you guys are women, but women all know that the women that are like, I'm a woman and I'm pro-woman and they'll call pro-women I am. You can't trust them. Because no. real women, they just do it. They don't need to brag about it like they're running some kind of campaign. Mm. And she admits she's doing that. She says, <laughs> the part of a supportive friend when they succeed, right? Like, okay, yeah, I bet you want to be, you know, their friend when they succeed. Like, you conniving, climbing little bitch. I do not trust her. I mean, that is objectively hilarious. Getting worked up enough to call a fictional chocolate character a bitch. But then there are some who are just descending into straight-up sexism, including the likes of Ben Shapiro. And, you know, that's kind of what you expect from people of that low moral caliber. So women, do you feel represented now because of the green, purple, and brown M&Ms on the M&M package that you're guzzling down lonely in your apartment with your wine and your cat? How's that, how's that going for you? 
amazing, amazing. But at least you feel represented. That's the important thing. Honestly, I'm mostly just happy because if it's an all-female M&M, I assume that it costs 77 cents on the dollar of what the regular M&Ms would cost, right? That's how, that's how this works. Also, do not ask the uh, female M&Ms for directions. Mike, what a loser. Yet that video has more than 30,000 views and has spawned other videos either criticizing it or supporting it and all sorts of commentary on the internet because I needn't say it that this has been divisive online because everything that goes online is now divisive but a backlash of course has ensued and M&M's have responded. They issued a statement through owners Mars Wrigley and here's what it said, quote, America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now, we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. Therefore, we've decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. In their place, we're proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya Rudolph. We're confident Ms. Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. Unquote. So after the backlash, they've taken away the spokes candies. They've not only removed their shoes, they've removed them entirely and replaced them with Maya Rudolph, a comedian you'd know from Saturday Night Live or that film Bridesmaids in which she prays at the bride. So, is this a big win for conservatives? Well, Tucker Carlson seems to think so. Well, for most of its history as a company, Mars Inc. was known for making candy, Milky Way, Skittles, Snickers, and most famously M&Ms, which they claim melted in your mouth but not in your hand. But over time, churning out delicious and highly lucrative calorie bombs was not enough for Mars. Its executives wanted to be Starbucks. Sure, our product is unhealthy, but we're woke, so please don't notice. So in its ad campaigns, Mars set about making its M&M characters as unattractive as possible because when you're intentionally repulsive, it's clear you've got the right politics. So the green M&M lost her sexy boots, the brown M&M her stiletto heels. The orange M&M, meanwhile, became a poster boy for the mental health crisis and would henceforth, quote, acknowledge and embrace his anxiety because America badly needs more neurotic candy. Then late last year, Mars went further. The company added obese and distinctly frumpy lesbian M&Ms to promote, quote, feminism and body positivity. In other words, explained the Mars Corporation, it's good to be fat. Have some more (laughs) M&Ms. Well, we reported on this at the time and pledged a deeper investigation into it. But before we could complete our investigation, Mars announced that it's suspending its ad campaign. A chocolate vendor promoting obesity was just too shameless even by modern standards. But at CNN, they were infuriated by the news. News anchors who have not had a carb since the Bush administration became hysterical as they defended Mars's pro-fatness campaign. CNN political analyst and notably unhappy person Kirsten Powers attacked this show for our, quote, misogynist, anti-trans, fatphobic garbage rhetoric. Congressman Richie Torres of New York did the same. So did Bloomberg and Forbes and the New York Times. And it made you wonder if all these people are secretly being paid to flack for corporate America. Probably not. They just can't stand the idea that candy isn't political. But we're grateful it's not. But, and there's always a but, M&M's have confirmed that Maya Rudolph's first ad for them is going to be during the Super Bowl, the mecca of advertising in the United States. So many reckon M&M's are really just playing a long game here and that that ad is going to be a big two fingers to the conservative hosts right in the middle of primetime, bringing back the spokes candies and this sort of great blaze of advertising glory 
It's something ad firms have sort of done before, like in 2020 at the Super Bowl, Planters Nuts, their ad saw their mascot, Mr. Peanut, die, only to be brought back. You know, the one with the monocle and the cane, who's a peanut. Uh, while the Bud Light Knight was killed in another ad by the mountain from Game of Thrones, only to return again. So is it a capitulation by M&M's or just a big publicity stunt? I'd have to say my vote is on the latter, but that hasn't, again, needless to say, stopped people losing their mind on the internet. Here's some of what people had to say. You have the writer Justin Kirkland. He tweeted, A woman attempted to wear flats on the job and was bullied out of her career. Another person called Alejandro. We are here because Tucker can't control himself around the green M&M. Someone on the other side, a fellow called Jason Rans, tweeting, You mean your sales dipped after going woke and you didn't want to admit it outright. First you politicised a beloved character, then you eliminated a beloved character and substituted a political hack as a replacement. You have ruined your brand. Imagine that. (laughs) This is the holiest thing. Imagine thinking that, you know, replacing the boots on an M&M is going woke and has ruined the brand and dipped sales. This is like American commercialism at its absolute crazy finest. So we're going to have to wait for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's in February. We'll see if they have an ad that changes anything else. But it just goes to show you, nothing is safe anymore. Absolutely nothing is safe. I'd love a life where I had so little to worry about I could get this upset over M&M's. And my apologies in advance if this episode has just made you hungry. So that's what you meant by dessert. The show was researched and presented by myself, Sean Defoe, with John Kyo as the editor and Lachlan Hart on sound. I'll chat to you next week. Now, where did I put those M&Ms? <laughs>